Coast Cousins. Brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. Hi. I still don't got it. Hi. <laughs> Big's got it. That's so impressive. It I really is. am so impressed by you guys in here. That's almost ability. impressions. Yes. You do some impressions. Not really. Just you watch do. your Eberflus. <laughs> that is Which dead is on. A dead ringer. Like yeah. Exactly what he said. I listened to his press conference. It was. I was like, am I listening to Sarah right Whoa. now? Whoa! Uh, it's time for social studies uh, with uh, Sarah Cazell. I'm very Hi. excited, as you could tell by my high pitched voice again. <laughs> I'm, I'm going through like a like a middle aged puberty. Oh, I think he's growing, you guys. Yeah. So like proud of you. Peter Brady up in here. <laughs> That's tremendous. All right. We are on Twitter at Bickley underscore Murata. Bickley underscore Murata. Go ahead and give us a follow if you haven't already, please. And thank you. Um, let's start with our first. Well, obviously, our first question is what we're going to start off with for social studies. Great I hosting, love starting Sarah. at the beginning. Yeah, a let's do that. very good place to start. Let's do that. Uh, we're looking at the Arizona Cardinals and the three-game stretch of NFC West opponents that lie ahead. They've got the Seahawks. This Sunday at State Farm Stadium, then they are at the Rams, and then they're technically the host team, but they are uh, playing the 49ers in Mexico City um, in a few weeks. So, uh, we're not expecting that they will win all three games, or maybe even any of those games, but if you can only have the Cardinals win two of the next three, which two would you handpick for them to win? It's been a while since I've said this during Uh-oh. social studies. I hate this question. <laughs> really? Why do you hate the question? This is a good question. Who cares? <laughs> what do you mean? If who they're cares? going to win two, who cares what two they are? That's the question. What do you and, mean? Who cares? My answer is I right. don't care. And you don't stupid. care. So you so you don't so you you don't it are, doesn't are you, matter which teams they beat in the you, division. You don't fear two of the three teams more than one of the other teams. You don't think that the, Are you that asking at, me who I dislike most? No, I'm saying that would winning at home be okay, more I'll, important. I'll, I'll take a crack at this. Thank I'll, you, Dan. I, I, I will say that always, luck. <laughs> always liked you, Dan. Oh yeah. I oh, hate never, you, Jared. Oh, yeah. Never yeah. Had a yeah, all right. Never had a problem with me, have you, Jared? Um, okay, so I would say Seattle because that victory would give you the would would, would give you a two game home winning streak, okay. and they're the first place team. And then I would take the win over the 49ers in Mexico City. I'll concede the game against the Rams on the road because the Rams are the worst of the three teams, and and beating San Francisco on the back end will give you momentum to what comes after that. But wouldn't that hurt losing to the worst of the three teams? Sure. Or beating the strongest? That's why two, it's the two strongest? such a good question. Wow, That's so nuanced. That's so good. I'm sticking with my so original... Uh, my <laughs> original... Fart noise? Yeah. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Great question, Jared. Thank you, Dan. The more I worked it out, it was a fabulous question. Absolutely. <laughs> Brilliant Just guy. needed 10 whole minutes to think about it. Okay. Yeah. 48% of our voters went with that option as well, beating the Seahawks and beating the 49ers. Those would be the two wins that they would handpick. 36% went with a win over the Seahawks and a win over the Rams, only 16% went with the Rams and the 49ers. Um, Captain Serial says, I hope that the Cardinals lose all three, because maybe that finally closes the door on the Steve Kime, Cliff Kingsbury era. You're being very negative, Captain Serial. Captain Serial, I kind of doubt it. Uh, Zach Lind says, we're going 0-3. <laughs> Not the question, Zach. Uh, 
Waldo Geraldo Faldo. Zach is in my camp. He hates the question. Yeah. Okay. He, Adam Hansen answers uh, genuinely. He says the answer, hands down, is wins over the Seahawks and the 49ers. One, the Cardinals have to beat the Seahawks. And two, the 49ers game is a double whammy. whammy. It's a Monday night game plus an international game. Uh, if that adds any spice to it right there. Okay. Moving on to our next question. Looking at the Phoenix Suns. Another scenario for you guys to uh, sift through, although maybe a little bit less complicated. We've been talking about Jay Crowder, the uh, black and white workout video that was posted to his social media channels yesterday. Hi, don't forget about me. I'm still here. And then, of course, Cam Johnson, uh, his last game out, 29 points, 7 of 11 from 3. We're seeing the growth. We're seeing the growth from Cam Johnson. Which scenario would you guys prefer right now? Cam Johnson remains a starter and the bench is the same current bench or Jay Crowder comes Returns back to the team, yeah. is a starter and Cam Johnson first guy off the bench I would like to apologize for my critique of the first question <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh no <laughs> because this is worse oh man Cam Johnson remains the start there should have been a third option Cam Johnson starts and Jay Crowder yeah, continues be... to rot oh <laughs> they don't no, need that him. Is, that is the that's the first that's the first answer Same yeah thing. but the, but the the vitriol is not yeah I, I think that there. the posting of these videos and what has transpired um I, I that door is obviously shut has anybody heard from Sarah Miller lately Jersey. Sarah Miller, I looked into that the other day. She uh, she actually posted like a little mini video of herself. I, I was so you're still I not wasn't buying that either. There's also no way that that guy you sent is the the John H. Berry. He lives in Illinois. That guy It's not a Cardinal season. You can't no, he's, have, he's been in Illinois for the last 15 years, according to LinkedIn. You he's can't a, have season tickets in another place and be a fan of a. It's illegal. Didn't the 49ers Jared say just you doesn't can't want to make a phone call. Bye. <laughs> Come on, Jared. Fuck I emailed. I emailed this guy. You did? Yeah. Okay. Did he oh, email you he back? loves to email. He hasn't emailed me back yet, but it, right. there's no way it's that that's the right guy. He lives in Illinois. He doesn't have season tickets in Arizona. Dude, hey, you think that's re- you think that's impossible? I don't it's, think that's impossible, not, I, but I think it's there are probable. season ticket holders who live in other states. Now, there I are. also found a guy named John Berry on Facebook that lives in Phoenix that I messaged. Haven't heard back from him. Oh. Does oh, he yeah, own a construction company that was was uh, was pinpointed by Patrick Peterson? He doesn't own this. This guy doesn't own a construction company either. He He's works the at chief a con- operating officer of a of a construction company. So do really we want Cam Johnson to start real, or? I'm, real, I'm being a real jerk on this social studies. <laughs> Anti-social <laughs> studies. <laughs> All right. 88% of our voters say yeah, current great. scenario they prefer. That was a great question. No, that, I thought that would be... I thought the idea of having both of them <laughs> would intrigue people more than it did. Yeah. Okay. No, I think people have seen that Jay Crowder ship sail. Well, how about this from Rachel H.? She says, Cam Johnson is rising to the occasion and meeting the moment. He's also not being a hoe on social media, so I ride with him. That's hilarious. That is pretty wow. funny. Rachel H. I think so we funny. say that word more pound, than we pound, said? pound for pound more than any other radio show in the Valley. But uh, <laughs> Anyhow. I haven't done that. Anyhow. And the Christmas season is right upon us. Oh, so we're yeah. going to so say true. it three times right. as much. That time. All yeah. right, let's quickly squeeze in our final question. I think you guys will actually like this one. We were talking Don't count ab- on it. Okay. We were talking about the difference between a true no-hitter and a combined no-hitter at the top of the show, and Dan, you likened it to, uh, what is it? 
chicken wings chicken and wings boneless and wings. Boneless wings, which are not wings at all, but fake just, ass wings. They're right. That's what they are. They're 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 nuggets. They're chicken nuggets. Yes, but without the crisp. Right. Okay, so we are asking you to fill in the blanks. All right. The difference between a no hitter and a combined no hitter is like the difference between a blank and a blank. A mega stuff Oreo and a Hydrox. Ooh, Hydrox! I forgot about those. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the mega stuff Oreo is the pinnacle of the yeah. cookie world. If your family had the mega stuff Oreos, that was the good snacks. Well, I've already given you my analogy, so let's go to the listeners. Okay. We have... Seabacher 44 says it's like the difference uh, from Patrick Peterson in 2015 and Patrick Peterson 2019 to present. <laughs> uh, Salvador Jimenez says it's the difference between a hole-in-one in golf and a hole-in-one in mini-golf. It's the difference between <laughs> fresh coffee and microwaved coffee, says Ooh, Tom Higgins. Yeah, that's a great one. How about this one from KB? It's like the difference between George Carlin and Jarrett Carlin. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> oh, wait, <laughs> wait a minute. Drop the mic. No, that's actually wow. a very good. That's a very good one. <laughs> that's a really good one. <laughs> sure, we're still doing comedy, but we're not exactly the same, are we? Daryl also went down the Jarrett road too. The difference between a Weird Al parody and a Jarrett Carlin parody. <laughs> Fair enough. Too. Yeah. Pancake Rodeo says it's the difference between Blues Brothers and Blues Brothers 2000. Is that another movie? That was the sequel. Yeah, I did not know that existed. And then here's a double whammy. Brian Barger says it's like taking the difference between taking the hot girl to prom and taking your sister. World War EZ responds, your sister is also a hot girl, just happens to be your sister. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Uh, World War EZ. A couple of other ones. Uh, Mr. Positive says it's the di- it's like the difference between the Bickley and Murata show and the Dan Bickley show with Vince Murata. <laughs> oh, okay, see, I saw that and I was yeah. like, I'm not going to read that one. That's funny. I'm not going to uh, do that. And Josh says the difference between Top Gun and Top Gun Maverick. Oh. Ooh, is he people. insisting that the original Top Gun was that much better? Because yeah. I don't believe that. I, I think people loved the new one. One of the more universally loved sequels, especially with a yeah. long time in between them. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, if you're going to take 30 plus years to make the sequel, you better get it right. It's true. <laughs> Thanks to everybody who participated yes. in social studies. Thanks to you, Sarah, Thank as well. You. At Bickley underscore Murata is where all that fun happens. You can get involved every single day. Have you subscribed to the Bickley and Murata podcast, by the way? Subscribe right now on your iPhone or Android. Never miss any of the show. It's the Bickley and Murata podcast. It's brought to you by Carol Royce Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get a higher price selling your home. Get guaranteed offers. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. Coming up next, week nine upon us in the NFL. We're going to make our Survivor Series picks. We'll do it straight ahead. It's Bickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata mornings. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. I said, are you ready? Who will survive? Week nine is here. Survivor Series heating up. <clears throat> Survivor Series is where we make our uh, picks. It's much like a Survivor pool. You might participate in your place of work for entertainment purposes only, of course. Uh, where we pick one team that we're most confident that will win their NFL game of that week. Once you pick a team, win or lose, they are not available to you. And it's you know only four people participating, so it's not a true Survivor Series. If you miss it, you just get zero and your streak starts over. So the points are determined by how long your streak is. 
It's getting weird. I even got a break last week. I had Atlanta as my Survivor Series pick. They needed all the help they could get from the Carolina Panthers and DJ Moore taking off his helmet. Two missed kicks and an overtime win <laughs> to extent. I've hit all eight. So I'm leading this thing right now with... Uh, computer's all wig, wigged out here. Uh, 36 points. Sarah, you've hit five in a row. Woo! You're up to 16 points. Uh, Jared, Bick, you both hit yours for one point last week. So one Bick, in a row. Bick, one you are at... Uh, I cannot get this thing to disappear from my computer screen. We're way behind. Is yeah, you're way ahead and we're way behind. Yeah, yeah. Way ahead, but I wanted to get down. the score. Uh, Jared, uh, Bick, you got seven. Jared, you got three. Uh, our draft order this week. Had to make sure to get that. God, you suck, Jared. <laughs> it's an amazing. It's, it's almost as hard to be as bad as I've been as it is to be I as agree good. with that. Yeah. Because you, you started out really well on this last year. Vic, you got the first pick this week of oh, all the games cool. on the board. Uh, Jarrett, you're two. Uh, I will go third. Sarah, you will have the fourth Ugh, pick. Guys. Let me pull up my spreadsheet so here to make sure where you... Are not uh, double picking any teams, but uh, Bick, you're on the you're on the clock. Vinny, give me the Buffalo Bills over the New York Jets. Uh, yep, you have not picked the Bills yet this week, uh, this year, but now you have. Jets coming yeah. back down to earth. They are. They want to run Zach Wilson out of town. Him and his punchable face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the Bills are off the board. Uh, that's a g- good pick. That that was the most attractive pick. Oh, I thought more so than. The Philadelphia Eagles over the Houston Texans. This is almost a gimme for you, Jarrett. Uh, which means upset of the year is coming tonight. <laughs> These Thursday night games, you never know what's going to happen, but the talent and, and just overall play disparity between these two teams, it seems it seems like a lock that the Eagles are going to win tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it does. And you mentioned even though the we were saying 13 and a half point spread. Yeah, even though we were saying that the Eagles are not, you know, the greatest 7 and 0 team ever. Yeah, uh, the Texans. The Texans stink again this year. Ugh, I don't feel great about any of my picks remaining. This was a tough week other than those games. It was. I had Minnesota over Washington, but I don't know. Washington's actually playing pretty good football right now. Minnesota's going on the road. I'm going to take... I'm really going to risk it this week. I'm taking the Green Bay Packers what? on the road. That's a good pick. To take uh, take out the Detroit Lions. Wait, yeah, I'm going to find I, out what I Aaron Rodgers is made of. I the Commanders are going to beat the Vikings. Yeah, so that's I why I... I that, think you made a good call. Yeah, I hemmed and hawed on that one. And it turns out that, you know, a steady diet of kneecaps is not what it takes to <laughs> not. make a great NFL football team. Yeah, they're that's firing right. coaches now in Detroit. It's getting ugly. So I just want to be clear. The, the Chiefs and Tennessee has been left on the board for me? It has. Yeah. It has. Tennessee is really good this year. I mean, they're 5-2. and two. Chiefs. Okay. I'm going right. Kansas City. They have the same record as the I'm Chiefs. Going, I'm going Kansas City. The Chiefs are winning that game. All right. The picks have been yeah, made. They're favored by is there, 12 and a half. Is there a better consistently good regular season team that nobody thinks is actually that good than the Titans? Every year, the no. last few years, it feels like they go like eleven and five, ten and six. That's a great point. Even when they, there's been times where they've had the best <clears throat> record in the league, and nobody gives them. They're respect five them and the two playoffs. this year. Have you even thought about them, other than you know Derrick Henry last week? No, no. They're not a team I spend much time thinking about either. No, no. They're they're a team that lost AJ Brown and the team with a quarterback that's a little iffy. 
More than a little, I would say. Yeah. Very iffy. Very iffy. All right, the picks have been made. Bick, you took the Buffalo Bills over the New York Jets, correct? I did. That's who they play this week. Uh, Jarrett's got Philadelphia over Houston tonight. There are people running to sports books right now to put all of their money on oh, Houston. Straight up a, a, a money line bet on Houston right now? Truly. I went, um, I don't feel great about it. Green Bay on the road at Detroit. Sarah picked up the garbage that was left for her. The Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> and Sunday night uh, beating the Tennessee Titans. Is that the that best game? game? That game, I, I think it probably is the best game of the week. Um, Perhaps the most intriguing game is Tampa and the Rams. This was tough because there's also five teams on a, or six teams on a bye this week. Cleveland, Dallas, Denver, the Giants, Pittsburgh, and San Francisco all on a bye. So, um... Yeah, the Rams-Tampa Bay game, a matchup of two three-win teams, that's a desperate game for both of those teams. Yeah, when They met out. in the playoffs last year. Rams beat them. Tom Brady needs to have a big game to kind of you know, calm everybody down. Yeah, no, listen, I, I you you first asked the question of a guest yesterday, and I think it's a great question. What, what of those three aging quarterbacks really has the best chance to turn this thing around? And there's a there's a belief in Denver that this is not really Russell Wilson's fault, that it's Nathaniel Hackett and they're not playing to his strengths. Okay, well, that would give you hope if you're a Broncos fan. They're actually on a one-game winning streak, even though that victory wasn't all that impressive. Then you got Aaron Rodgers, who, who has just been... You know, granted, he doesn't have a lot of talent around him, but he hasn't exactly been a good leader. Then you got Tom Brady, who hasn't looked good, but he's trying to keep the leadership element Mm -hmm. in place, and he's got his divorce behind him. So I don't know. Tampa's still got a good team, but they're you know playing the Rams next. So that's that's a rematch of last year's NFC NFC Championship game. Does that um, for Rams and Bucks? Is that losers done kind of feel to it? It would feel that way, wouldn't it? Yeah. Go Bucks! Yeah, I guess. <laughs> if you're rooting for the Cardinals to turn this thing around, you need that help, I guess. There you go. It's our NFL Survivor Series. Week 9 picks are in the books coming up next. It's Thursday. We've got a round of Mock My World to take care of, and we'll do it here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. to take a look at the Arizona sports poll question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Welcome on in to Bickley Emirata Mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. We are about to get into a round of Mock My World, but first we're heading to our fantastic website, ArizonaSports.com, for a look at today's poll question. Dan Bickley, Vince Murata, after the Sun's hot start, do you believe that they've shaken off their playoff loss last from last season? No. Yes, no, or no. I need more time. No, they're gonna. This is gonna have to happen down the road. This is gonna. The, the, I do think, as I wrote today, it needs atonement. Yeah, it, that's gonna happen in the playoffs. They need a good, solid playoff run. That column he references is the front and center story right now on ArizonaSports.com. Phoenix Suns. You're going big time, Bick. Carrie, I know. Wow. <laughs> he got A1. How about that? Um, my answer would would be different. I would say yes, but it is temporary because of that atonement issue that Bick talked about. Like, sure. I, I, I think they've shaken off 
any potential chemistry issues that they had that people speculated upon, like something's not right with this team. Everything's okay with the team chemistry-wise, but Bick is right. you gotta, you got to do this in the playoffs for, for it to really count. Sure. 43% of our voters, again, the question, do you believe the Suns have shaken off last season's playoff loss? 43% say they need more time to tell. 36% say yes, the Suns have shaken it off. 21% say no, not yet. All right. That uh, is today's Sanderson Ford Polk question. You can vote on it right now on the homepage at ArizonaSports.com. Bickley and Murata. Mock my world. Are you mocking me? Are you mocking me? Stop it. You just didn't do it again. Are you mocking me? Uh, last week on Mock My World, the four of us got together and we had our draft on the subject of best celebrity sports fans. Was that from the My- Miles Teller thing and, and the Zach Lind appearance? Yes. 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 Yeah. Okay. Correct. Um, Jarrett Carlin, who had the fourth selection in the draft, knocked it out of the park. Almost 800 votes. He got 40.3% of the uh, votes with his team of Jack Nicholson, Spike Lee, Billy Crystal, and Vince Vaughn. I uh, had my best finish in a while. Second place, 32%. Uh, with Bill Murray, Jerry Seinfeld, Blake Shelton, and Ashley Judd. Sarah came in third, 16%. Bick, um, I guess people didn't appreciate your... Your, your rap team? I, I thought it was. I thought it was a strong team. I, I don't get that. I, Snoop Dogg, Lil Wayne, uh, Will Ferrell, and Eddie Vedder got eleven point seven percent of the vote. I, I, I pimped the guy who dubbed <laughs> "Ho, you fat." I know, right? Man, giving us gold on this show. <laughs> Thank wow. you, Wayne. Wow. Um, so today uh, we are we're getting a little controversial <laughs> here in Mock My World. Not what you, not what Ooh. you think. Ooh, provocative. Uh, we, we are going down the road of the most controversial sports figures of all time. Yes, and so, you can define it however you want. Athletes, coaches, broadcasters, executives, mm. somebody tied to the sports world that has some controversy attached to their name or persona. Okay. Uh, reverse order of last week's results. Bick, you'll have the first pick. Sarah will go second. I will go third. Jarrett, fourth. And we will do four-round snake-style draft. Okay. I will go with my first pick. Baseball's all-time home run leader, allegedly, asteriskily, <laughs> Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds. When you started that, that's not where I thought you were going. That is oh, not where I thought you were going. a different yes. baseball. Yes. But a very strong pick. Asteriskily. Is that a word? Like, <laughs> Could be. And very hard to say. But I tried Indeed. it out. Indeed. Maybe that's why it's not a word. Okay, it didn't work out very well. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah? Uh, there's a little bit of recency bias here. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop Kyrie Irving right off the bat. Right off the bat. Yeah, he he his. He, I did he, my first pick first. He did media availability today, and uh, oh, hot air. some people just don't want to say they're wrong or sorry. No, he's supposed to meet with uh, Adam Silver next week too. Apparently, mm. uh, I can't believe with the number three pick, this is still on there because they're not this show. There are sports radio shows that still have the yearly debate. Should Pete Rose be in the Hall of Fame? Mm-hmm. Pete Rose is my pick. All right. I am going for the most controversial sports figures of all time. I'm going with Muhammad Ali. Ooh. Good one. Great. Who in his time, you know, he grew to be a beloved, one of the most beloved ever, but in his time was one of the most controversial. And I'm going with Dennis Rodman. Strong, strong, uh, strong. A tabloid favorite. Did stuff on and off the court that was very controversial. All right. 
Um, I will go to the world of cycling. Yeah. Lance Armstrong. Very well done. Polarizing fellow, huh? No, I would say. Certainly. Yeah. Question. I don't, is it even polarizing anymore? I have a buddy who's very big into the cycling world. Says everybody was doing it. And he alleges that everybody's doing it in every other sport, so too. If so if everyone was jumping off a bridge, would you do it, too? <laughs> That's such a, such a parental thing to they, say. They don't even really have bridges in the valley. So I don't wonder if they used it around here growing up. Still use that phrase. Question, if everybody Jared. jumped into the Grand Canyon, would you? If everyone shot a golf ball into the Grand Canyon, would yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, thank you very much for leaving O.J. Simpson as my next pick. O.J. Simpson. Whatever became of that guy I, after his playing <laughs> days? I, I was already thinking, wrote a book. That's a, All his controversy happened after he was done with sports, though. But Pretty much, yeah. But, but yes, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm sure. No, no, it qualifies. I stole that joke, by the way. I once interviewed O.J. Simpson on a radio show. And the the interview uh, began with my partner, Chuck Powell, asking the question, OJ, what have you been up to since your playing days? Stop. That's so, Are you- that's so funny. What? And so when, how far after the trial was this? This was in the early 2000s. That's wild. That's pretty good. Not proud that we actually put him on the airwaves, but it was a different time. It was a different broadcasting career. Vic, you got two straight picks here. All right, give me John McEnroe and Deshaun Watson. Oh, I didn't even think of him. Yeah. I see the way Bick is massaging his team to make him go nuts. Come on. For goodness sakes. I was looking for a happy ending to the (laughs) No, wait. Wow. Jeez! What? No, he wants. No, he wants to do well. Wants to do well in the sport. In the in this (laughs) mock my world. I get it. Yeah. Why is your voice cracking, Jarrett? That's all I'm saying. I get it. I got whatever uh, Vince got earlier. (laughs) Okay, back to me. Mm Mm-hmm. I'll take LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. For a lot of his. I don't know, the statements, opinions, he shares, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't love him for that. Oh, my pick again, huh? Your pick again. That's how this works. I'm going to go with the most controversial sports figures of all time. Hard to not uh, include Colin Kaepernick in the proceedings. Oh, oh, I thought he was going to fall to me. How do I keep forgetting? One of the poster, one of the recent, the 21st century poster boys for controversy in sports. Yes. All right, I got my last two picks here. I'm going to go with Mike Tyson. Mm, good pick. Somehow become one of the most beloved figures in sports, but now. Yeah, he's overcome a lot of the controversy, no doubt. Just for punching that guy on the plane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody was on Team Mike on that That's one. That's right. And then I'm going to go with Tanya Harding. Ah, you took my pick. Dang it. I'll trade her to you for Colin Kaepernick if you want. No. Okay. No. That's a bad trade. Don't do that. <laughs> All right. Tanya Harding is off the board. I guess I'm going to have to go. Ooh. I'm going to go f- football again. Michael Vick. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, yeah. That's strong. Real strong. Another guy that really rehabbed his image and 
That yeah. was an now an now. analyst now. Yep. Yeah. Wow, I'd know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He oh, did yeah. his he's, time. He's back. All right, my final pick, I am going with Megan Rapino. Oh. Very divisive with yeah, her definitely. public political opinions. That is true. All right, Beck, you got the last pick and, in this whole and along shebang. those same lines, the same criteria as Ruthless just laid out. Jared's favorite athlete of all time, Kurt Schilling. <laughs> hey! <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I don't even see what's controversial about him. We had a lot of different styles of controversy picked. Yes, it? that's the beauty of the yeah. topic. We did not, did not pick Conor McGregor. True. Did not pick Jake Paul. Mark McGuire. I thought we were doing yeah, sports, like sports and athletes. He's six. And, at what point is he uh, not a bot? You know. At what point does he fight a he's boxer? Had six, he's had six professional <laughs> fights. Yeah. yeah. And See, this is why he's so controversial. Right. I guess yeah. so. Ooh, you know what we? Ray forgot? Lewis. Ray Lewis. Ooh. Ben Johnson. We forgot about Ben Johnson. Ooh. Charles Barkley. We could add eight. We could add eight different uh, p- people on our team. Yeah. Uh, Bick's got Barry Bonds, John McEnroe, Deshaun Watson, Kurt Schilling. Sarah went with Kyrie Irving, O.J. Simpson, LeBron James, Megan Rapino. I went with Pete Rose, Lance Armstrong, Colin Kaepernick, Michael Vick, and Jarrett's got Muhammad Ali, Dennis Rodman, Mike Tyson, and Tanya Harding. Uh, most controversial sports figures of all time. The subject of this week's Mock My World. We'll get this up on Twitter. You determine the winner. We're back to close things out. Final thoughts on this Thursday. Next, here on Bickley and Murata Mornings on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata. Song of the day. I remember this song. Oh, going back to the... This song is 41 years old. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Early Prince. We've been doing a lot of Prince on the show lately, huh? We have. But we just had Mock My World, controversial sports figure, so why not play a little Controversy by Prince? I say we play more Prince on the show. All right. What do you want to hear tomorrow? We missed uh, Bobby Knight, Phil Nicholson. Nicholson was on my list. Yeah. Someone said A-Rod. Actually said Aroid. Aroid. <laughs> He's not been controversial at all. No. Ron Artest slash Meta World there Peace. You go. He had JLo rehab his image and then bye. That turned out to be a pretty good topic after all said and done. Uh, controversy. Prince. Maybe you've heard of him. Today's song of the day. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. All right, a little daily dose of Vinny Joe trivia to start off off the grid today. Mentioned it during the show. Luka Doncic, everybody's favorite NBA player here in Phoenix, uh, of the Dallas Mavericks, has started the season tying an NBA record seven straight 30-point games. Uh, your question today, can you name the only three players in the history of the Phoenix Suns franchise to score 30 or more points in five consecutive games at any point of the season? Uh, Devin Booker. Devin Booker did it seven straight. He's got the uh, record. Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley did it five in a row in 1993. 
Tom Chambers. Great guess. He only is, he topped out at four straight. Amari Stoudemire. No, this guy did it. Um, great player, not as talked about because it was early in the Suns' history, but actually had two different five-game oh. stretches of 30 points. Walter, Walter Davis. Davis. No. Oh. Alvin Adams. No. I don't think you're going to get it. Let me just give it to you. Yes. Charlie Scott. Oh, yeah. Charlie Scott had a run of five straight from March uh, in December of 73 and March of 73. He was a really good scorer. People don't talk about him that much. No. Anyway, I've never even heard of him. Speaking, oh, of the, uh, <laughs> speaking of the Phoenix Suns, former President Barack Obama was in town uh, campaigning for the Democratic candidates on the midterm elections that happened next Tuesday. And uh, the rumor came up, the rumor that was out there that Bill Simmons spit out that Barack Obama might be part of a group interested in owning the Phoenix Suns. Here's the former president on that. I, I, I want to come out here not only because it's sunny and warm, but also, you know, there have been a lot of these rumors about me and the Phoenix Suns. the market and by the way neither did Michelle uh, but I but I will say this uh, the Suns are looking pretty good I, I gotta admit that I, I think they have a few more wins than my Bulls right now uh, he didn't really endear himself with the my Bulls thing there at the end but we all know he's a Bulls fan that's no mm-hmm. secret is there I mean Barack Obama would have to be a very small financial part of an ownership group. He could be a very focal point guy in, in an ownership group. I'm just wondering how substanti- substantial those rumors are. I know the ultra-rich would like to get in business with Barack Obama, maybe in the NBA business, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I think that... Um yeah, I, I don't. I don't see him being involved on any real significant day to day basis. I, I don't think he would be against it. I mean, he loves the sport. Mm-hmm. Also, Bill Simmons has a lot of interesting connections in the world of sports. Well, he's interviewed business Obama. and yeah. entertainment. Yeah, like he didn't just throw that out there out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So it's at least rumored. Yeah, and I imagine it's not going to be one group that's interested. I think there's going to be a real bidding process for several yeah. different groups. Yeah. I love what a wife guy Barack always is, too. Oh, <laughs> uh, Michelle didn't know. <laughs> uh, are you ready for... I, I got a combo for you. Great moments in Get Off My Lawn. Also on Chicago Sports Radio. Oh. Uh, So the Kansas City Royals hired, or excuse me, the uh, Chicago White Sox hired a new manager, came from the Kansas City Royals bench coach. So a show on the score, 670 in Chicago, had the legendary George Brett on to give his insight on their new manager from the time he spent in Kansas City. And George Brett was in a talkative mood. But he talked about one of the things that he thinks is costing baseball popularity. I really don't follow anything outside of Kansas City. Uh, It all started, I think, when, God, USA Today and the local paper, they don't even put box scores in anymore. You notice that? Oh, yeah. I have noticed that, George. It's a crime. I used to love to to get up in the morning, and there's not many guys I follow in baseball on other teams. 
But now, in order for me to do that, I got to go to, to MLB.com, pull up, you know, box scores, and I got to start clicking all these freaking buttons. Just give me a freaking newspaper with all the information I need. You deserve and, that. Yeah, I mean, it's not that freaking hard, is it? No, sir. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, it just drives me crazy. And they wonder why baseball is losing its popularity. I think that might be one of the reasons. I don't agree there that that's one of the reasons <laughs> that it's losing. Really popularity but i will say one of the things i miss most about the daily interactions i had with the newspaper is the box score page the agate page as it's called in the business where you got all of the information on one piece of paper People a hundred years from now are going to look at the downfall of the great American newspaper as tremendously devastating to our society because without something that has some authority that aggregates all the news we should all be looking at, everybody is left to their own devices. And we all live in our own little bubbles and our own little cocoons of information. And we all go to the same six, seven places for news. And we just, we, we're all live in our own echo chambers. People go to the, the news that caters to what they want. That, that's exactly right, yeah. and and that that's a big issue here. Now, lastly, I think I told you this. My buddy Jimmy Walker, who ran Celebrity Fight Night, one night I, I went to the thing, and he sat me right next to George Brett. We talked for two hours. That's right. We you pounded fast beers. Friends. I walked away from there thinking, that dude actually liked me. Hey, We're friends. I haven't that, talked to him on since. On that interview in Chicago, <laughs> he said he was on his way to his house in Arizona today. So he, George Brett might be listening What right a now. great dude, George Brett. I respect him also for... <laughs> censoring himself in that interview when I'm sure the tech director slash producer was extremely nervous every time he hit that freaking really hard. <laughs> George is a pro. Have I told yeah. you my idea for a website, Bic? A sports website? Mm, what is that? It's the agate page on the internet. Because the box scores you get on these advanced sites now are chock full of information. But George is right. If you really want to follow what's going on, you have to navigate around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it is it is aggravating. Yeah. I agree. I agree with that. Go ahead. Somebody steal my idea and make $8 off of it. <laughs> it's aggravating and aggravating. Speaking of $8, somebody on Twitter had a, a horrible classic burn on the Coyotes. They said yesterday, the Coyotes are about to be unverified on Twitter. <gasps> oh, no! <laughs> wow. Yeah. That is a bird, isn't it? <laughs> so is Vince Murata. <laughs> so is Dan Some of us. Jared, here's your oh. chance. Yeah, here's your chance for that blue <laughs> check mark. <laughs> ferret. Galaxy Go get brain. Ferret. Can't lose the check mark if you never had it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Steve Weiss and Bobby Hurley. Thanks to you for hanging out. We'll catch you tomorrow morning on Friday. Wolf and Luke up next.